plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast for the Carolina Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Labor Day edition of Locked On Panthers with your host, Steve Reed from the Associated Press here in Charlotte. And we're here to talk Panthers on a Monday night. After a busy day at the stadium, uh, the Panthers went through practice and workouts uh, leading up to Thursday night's Super Bowl rematch with the Denver Broncos. Uh, no significant injuries to report uh, there. Uh, A.J. Klein is limited in practice, but uh, the Panthers are optimistic that he'll be ready to go. And uh, no really other significant injuries. Uh, Devin Butler, uh, I'm sorry, Vernon Butler, their first-round draft pick, he did injure his hand in practice, but Ron Rivera does not seem worried about it. So let's get right into the news. Uh, the topics that we'll cover today are, uh, you know, Ron Rivera talked about the key to beating the Broncos, and uh, it comes down to their offense and and, and not making mistakes. And, and, you know, one of the things he talked about, well, we're going to talk about it. What is the key to winning? Secondly, Thomas Davis made a promise to somebody that the Panthers were going to win the Super Bowl. Well, let's see if Thomas Davis can make good on that and the Panthers can make good on that this season. And who did he promise it to? Uh, thirdly, what's up with Carolina's offensive line? Every time he asks these clowns a question this week, all they want to do is bring up Ryan Khalil's book. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about what's happening with the Panthers' offensive line. And also, no update on Kawan Short, but we'll talk a little bit about his uh, contract status a little bit later in the show. So as we get into the show here, first off, Ron Rivera talked about the keys to winning, and I think it comes down to this. The Panthers have to win on first and second downs. Uh, You look back at the Super Bowl last year, and 12 times the Broncos got the Panthers in third and eight situations or longer. I know, Panther fans, you don't want to hear about the Super Bowl, but you got to live and learn from your mistakes. And, you know, the, the, the thing that they didn't do was pick up yards on first and second down, put themselves in easy third down distances. Again and again and again, they found themselves in third and long situations. It really hurt the offense. Two of those third and long situations, well, those are the plays that Von Miller came up with sacks on against Cam Newton. Uh, and, and the two strip, sacks, uh, two strip sacks led to 14 Denver points. So third downs, essential. When it gets to be third and long, the Broncos have a very uh, exotic blitz package. It includes what they call a green dog uh, blitz package. And they'll bring guys after you. And that's what they did in the Super Bowl. It was effective. So, you know, I talked at length to uh, Jonathan Stewart about it today. And he said, hey, listen, we need to run the ball on first and second down. We need to pick up yards. We need to make things easier on our offensive coordinator, Mike Shula, because this can't happen. These third and long situations are brutal for a coordinator, for a quarterback, and for the offensive line because it allows that defense to pin their ears back. Nothing new. But, hey, this is something that the Panthers are really focusing on this this week. 
is avoiding those third and long situations where Denver can just tee off. Especially they're going to have the crowd at their uh, screaming and yelling at the season opener. It's going to be loud. People are going to be primed and ready to go. Be spending most of the day out in the parking lot having a few cocktails and getting warmed up for this uh, game. And, of course, the Broncos are going to have a, a big Super Bowl celebration where they're going to hand out some rings and celebrate their, their championship last year. So people are going to be wound up. So you know, how, how do the Panthers go about avoiding those third and long situations? Obviously, you got to run the football a little bit. But I think they need to get Cam Newton a little bit more involved in the running game. Uh, he averaged nine yards a carry in the Super Bowl, but he only ran six times. So, you know, I, I think there's there's – there's yards to be gained there by the league's MVP. He just needs to they just need to give him the ball, give him a chance to run against this defense and do what he can do and keep them a little bit off guard. Obviously, they may need to help with the chip blocks. Uh, Mike Remmer struggled against Von Miller. You know the Broncos are going to try and take advantage of that situation. Remmers is a good offensive tackle. A lot of people don't believe that, but he is. He, he, the Panthers are 22-4 and four with him as their right tackle. Uh, he's played well. He's still a young guy, and he's still learning. No, he didn't play that well in the Super Bowl. But he can play, and the Panthers still have faith in him. And I, you know, I watched this guy play, and, yeah, he had a bad game in that Super Bowl. But he is he has played well for for the most of the, the time that he has been in since the middle of the uh, 2014 season. So you got to give him help. you got to give him help with the, the running backs, with the tight ends, whatever you need to do to help keep Von Miller at bay. Uh, it, it's not going to be easy. Von Miller, of course, was the number two pick right behind Cam Newton back in 2011. Uh, he's a tremendous player in the Super Bowl MVP last year. The Panthers also may benefit from getting Kelvin Benjamin back in the fray this week. Benjamin comes off a year where he is it's just a wasted year. Uh, Torn his ACL and training camp. Missed the entire season, as we all know. Back in 2014, he was a 1,000-yard receiver with nine touchdowns. He is a big cornerback, can give this Denver secondary fits. Now, Von Miller said, hey, this Denver secondary is number one in the league, without question, the best in the NFL. Uh, He calls it the no-fly zone, and he believes that these guys cannot be beat. Well, Kelvin Benjamin is a guy that can give these guys fits. At 6'5", 245 pounds, he can go up, get a ball. He can play physical with these guys. As you saw last year, the Broncos like to play physical on defense. You saw it with Aqib Tlaib. He grabbed Philly Brown's face max, uh, tore him down to the ground on one play, drew a flag. After the game, Tlaib said, yeah, I meant to do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically said, we're Super Bowl champs, so, hey, too bad to y'all. So um, it worked for them, their physical nature. Again, Kelvin Benjamin is the type of player who may be able to help offset that with his physical stature. So again, you know, recapping, the Panthers really need to stay out of third and long situations if they hope to go 1-0 with a big win on Thursday night at Denver. So uh, welcome back here at the Locked On Panthers Network, uh, Locked On Panthers podcast for the Locked On uh, podcast network. Thomas Davis today came out with an interesting uh, uh, story they told us to the media. He said, way back when, several years ago, he made a promise to Jerry Richardson, the team owner, that he was going to deliver a Super Bowl championship to the Carolinas. 
And uh, Davis talked about it today. He says, I want to make good on this promise. He said, I would rather win the Super Bowl for Jerry Richardson than myself right now. Uh, Davis, of course, 33 years old, uh, getting up in the twilight of his career. Still feels young, still feels like he can play, but he knows the time, father time is, is creeping up on him. And he really wants to get this for Jerry Richardson. And, and people say, why? You know, why would you know, a player want to win a Super Bowl for an owner even more than himself? Well, you got to go back a few years, folks, when Thomas Davis tore his ACL for the third time. Um, no player had ever come back from that. And the Panthers gave him a shot. They gave him a contract extension, which was, you know, a lot of people just shook their heads at and said, geez, you got to move on. you got to cut bait. And, and uh, this guy's never going to be healthy again. Well, they showed faith in Thomas Davis, and Thomas Davis vowed to show uh, to bring a Super Bowl back to the Carolinas uh, or to the Carolinas, their first Super Bowl, and to owner Jerry Richardson. So he feels tremendous loyalty to the owner uh, for, for bringing him back, giving him a contract extension when he had really struggled to stay healthy and stay on the field, and had gone through three surgeries to repair a torn ACL. So to Davis. Uh, you know, he almost—he got very emotional talking about it and how badly he wants to win this for Jerry Richardson. He said the man has accomplished everything else he has set out to do, but he hasn't won a Super Bowl. And Jerry Richardson promised the Panther fans, of course, within 10 years he was going to win a Super Bowl. Well, Thomas Davis has promised Jerry Richardson he's going to win a Super Bowl before he retires. So, uh, be interesting to see if they can do it. Of course, they got to the Super Bowl last year uh, and lost 24-10 to the Broncos, fell short. Davis gave it everything he had, played with a broken arm, uh, still has plates and screws in that arm, holding that arm together. Uh, he, he showed me the arm today. It looks good. It looks completely different than the pictures that he showed uh, after the Super Bowl, of what his arm was like and the pain uh, that he played in, in that, that game. So, uh, there's no doubt. I, I think everybody in Carolina realizes that Thomas Davis is a warrior. Uh, he, he's one of the all-time greats ever to wear a Panthers uniform. And he is, you know, a, a, as several players have said, Luke Keekley today said he, he's a prototypical Carolina Panther. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a player that the organization can look up to, that fans can look up to. has been, you know, he's an all-pro. And in, in the community, he's been outstanding ambassador for the team. So, uh, a lot of people also trying to win this one for Thomas Davis. So on to Carolina's offensive line. Well, I tell you what, it is an exercise in futility trying to talk to these guys this week. Uh, no matter who you talk to on the line, no matter what question you ask them, they all grab Ryan Khalil's book, The Rookie Handbook, which is coming out this week, and they answer every question with, well, it's in Ryan Khalil's book. you got to pick one up. And uh, so they have not answered a single question about the football game coming up Thursday night. Uh, they've not answered a single question about Mike Remmers and his, his matchup with Von Miller or what the Panthers need to do to win this game. Um, it's a, certainly a sign of solidarity for this offensive line, and uh, they're having a good time with it. Not so much fun for the reporters who are trying to get some work done and get some answers, but um, certainly for this offensive line is, is – uh, uh, a sign of solidarity, and basically they are not breaking this vow. Every question that is asked to them, they just grab the book, point to the rookie handbook, and say, hey, people, you got to pick one up. 
<laughs> and Ron Rivera came in his press conference today, also brought in Ryan Khalil's book and also tried to sell a few copies there as well. So uh, the offensive line keeping it light before this game and, uh, you know, perhaps in some ways maybe taking some of the pressure off of Mike Remmers, uh, who has had to answer questions about his performance in the Super Bowl for several months now. Uh, of course, Remmers had given up the two sacks to Von Miller, which both led to touchdowns, uh, key touchdowns in that game uh, for the Broncos. Uh, the first one came in the early in the first quarter when uh, Von Miller broke to the line, sacked Cam Newton, stripped the ball, and Malik uh, Jackson covered the ball in the end zone for, for a touchdown and a 10 nothing lead that really set the tempo for the game. And the Panthers, who had came in, averaging 31.3 points per game in the regular season and 40 points in their two playoff games. From that point on, they could not get anything going. They did get one touchdown in the game, uh, another field goal, but nothing else they could generate, nothing on offense. Wound up with the season-low 10 points, and uh, defense prevailed in this game. Uh, certainly Carolina's defense played an outstanding game. you, you got to give it to Luke Keekley and everybody for keeping – the, the Panthers in the game, but the offense just was a major struggle against uh, that, that very, very talented Denver defense. So uh, in talking with the Panthers, yeah, they feel like they certainly have something to prove, uh, particularly the guys on offense. Uh, there is This is a team that is very prideful. Um, it is a team that is, is very close in, 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 in the locker room. It's a very tight locker room. And uh, these guys feel like they just had a bad day and didn't live up to ex- expectations. So while they're not really saying it, while they're not putting any added importance on this game, you know this game means the world to them. Uh, just to put that Super Bowl behind them, get the season started 1-0, and, and, and take a step forward. So it's going to be a huge game on Thursday night for the Panthers. Uh, certainly for the Broncos as well, but uh, for Carolina more so, I think just to put that that super that bitter bitter Super Bowl loss behind them. So are you are listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast with Steve Reed from the Associated Press? We'll be here every day, Monday through Friday, to break down the Carolina Panthers. Uh, One stop shopping, if you will. For all Panthers fans, it's going to be 20 minutes of all Panthers news. Get you caught up on what happened during the day, uh, any injuries that happened, uh, what, what is going on at Bank of America Stadium while most of you out there working at your harder, uh, working at your jobs and earning your hard-earned pay. So, uh, you know, you can listen to me on the way into work, on the way home from work, uh, whenever you feel like it. That's the beauty of the podcast is when you have time to listen, you listen, you go ahead and listen, turn it on, and uh, – Again, we are looking for sponsors for the Lockdown Panthers uh, Lockdown Panthers uh, podcast. If you're interested, email me at the LockedOnPanthers at gmail.com. That's LockedOnPanthers at gmail.com. And we'll forward you to the uh, our advertising department. And you can come on and, and sponsor this show. And uh, we hope everybody likes it so far. Um, we look to have a lot of fun this season and hopefully be very informative for all you, you Panthers fans out there that are just craving Panthers news. So today, um, as I said earlier in the show, uh, A.J. Klein is, is one player who is out. 
uh, not out, but out of practice, was limited in practice. The Panthers hope that he will be back on the field. He's obviously a key cog in terms of being a, a special teams guy and a reserve linebacker for the Panthers. First-round draft pick Vernon Butler uh, injured his hand in practice, not believed to be serious, and the Panthers are optimistic that he will be fine. Of course, there's questions at safety. Dean Marlowe has been bothered by a hamstring, but Ron Rivera feels like he has made good strides. He was limited in practice, um, along with Vernon Butler and A.J. Klein. All of them did see some work in practice, but... Again, Ron Rivera optimistic that all 53 guys on the roster should be healthy enough to go. Of course, they will uh, have to declare inactives before the game on Sunday. But, uh, you know, I, I think the Panthers should be pretty healthy and ready to go uh, coming into the season opener. And then there is the news that hasn't happened. Uh, K.K. Short, K. Wan Short. No contract extension yet. It is Monday, so basically that leaves the Panthers with two more days to get a deal done for KK. Um, If they're going to be able to do it, it has to happen soon because once Thursday starts, Dave Gettleman basically shuts the window and there is no negotiations until the end of the season. Um, At that point, the Panthers would have to make a decision on whether to to do an extension with, with, with KK or what, or or possibly put the franchise tag on him. So um, certainly, the Panthers would love to have Short under contract for the long term. You know, he's a Pro Bowl player at 11 sacks last season, a really a, a breakout year for the third year player. And you know, the interesting thing is twice named NFC Defensive Player of the Month which is not an easy task, and he was named it twice. Josh Norman, of course, was named it once. So the Panthers, you know, really dominated that aspect of the uh, the awards with the NFL. But, um, you know, Short is an explosive guy, comes up the middle, gets, gets great – he has great speed and quickness off the ball, can get to the quarterback, really create havoc. The question is, how much is his net worth? Now, you look at Fletcher Cox up in, in Philadelphia – Another great defensive tackle, commanded about $17 million a year. So the Panthers are probably a little hesitant to go that high, especially when they have to spread their salary cap room around. There are so many other guys, so many other stars on this team that they really have to be careful of where they're spending all their money and do they really want to spend $17 million a year, which is about what it's probably going to, probably going to take to, to re-sign KK. And do they want to do that, or do they want to spend their money elsewhere? So um, it's it's a big decision coming up. Could it get done in the next two days? I still think it's possible, um, but with each uh, passing hour, it's looking more uh, looking less and less likely that they're going to get a long term deal done before the start of the season. Um, in, in talking to Short, you know he he's, he's ready to go for the season. He said, if it doesn't work out, well, we'll have to address it after the season. So he's handling it the right way. Uh, he, he's not going to hold out. There's no concern about that. But um, certainly all sides would love to come into your agreement on this uh, on this contract. Um, you know, Star Latule is another guy who will be needing contract extension at some point. The Panthers picked up his fifth-year option. Um, so he is good through next season. 
Um, but uh, Short had a four-year contract, so his contract is up after this season. So he'll become an unrestricted free agent. Again, the Panthers can put the franchise tag on him, as they did with Josh Norman um, this past year, but then later rescinded that, that franchise tag offer. So again, everyone, thanks a bunch for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast with Steve Reed from the Associated Press. If you have any questions at all, uh, feel free feel free to uh, drop me an email at lockedonpanthers at gmail dot com. If you're interested in advertising, sponsoring a show, uh, we have some great deals. Drop me a note again. Lockedonpanthers at gmail dot com. We'll get you in touch with the right people. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lockdown Panthers. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll recap the day's, day's practices and what happened over at Bank of, America State, Bank of America Stadium. And we'll look forward to the game. We'll break down the game and uh, talk about, hey, what do the Panthers need to do to open the season 1-0? Again, thank you for listening, and we'll talk at you tomorrow. You are Locked On Panthers. Your daily podcast for the Carolina Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.